the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Get ready to take notes because school is now in session. Tackling the biggest issues in education, this is Education America. Save the classroom, save the country. Here are your hosts, Headmaster Rebecca Hagstrom and co-host Abigail Johnson. Welcome to Education America, where we're working to save the classroom so that we can save the country. K-12 education is the playing field where the battle is on for the future of our country. And as our 16th president, Abraham Lincoln, succinctly stated, the philosophy of the schoolroom in one generation will be the philosophy of government in the next. We actually talked about that in our last show with our guest that's going to be returning again with us tonight. Right, Abigail? Yes, absolutely. We have with us listeners, you are so lucky um, to have uh, Mr. Alvin Louie from Courage is a Habit back with us. We're going to continue some of our conversation regarding um, SEL, but I'll be real frank. We're going to move through that quick because we have spent several shows talking about it, and he has some other really great information for you regarding, again, are they using the same dictionary that we're using? Do these words mean the same thing? I don't know. Mr. Lee, let's talk about that a little bit, Alvin. Hi. Thank you for having me back. I, uh, I appreciate it. So I think last, you know, last episode we talked about what social-emotional learning is. And so usually uh, parents care about what's happening to their kids, but in terms of who's bringing it, they don't care that much because, again, they only have so much resources. But the, com- the organization that's, that's responsible for pushing social-emotional learning to every school in all 50 states is a, a company called CASEL. Uh, that's C-A-S-E-L. Okay, the C-A-S-E-L, uh, CASEL. It's a collaborative for social and emotional learning. The only thing, I think uh, there's a lot of history to it. Um, the, it came out of an organization called the Fetzer Institute. Uh, Fetzer is in Indiana, and it was a new age religious uh, start to that. So right off the bat, Castle came from a religious New Age standpoint. Hmm. But more modernly, Castle is funded by the uh, Bill Gates Foundation and the Chan Zuckerberg Initiative. Hmm. So you know right off the bat, uh. this is not a organization that it's uh, it's 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 good for America. Hmm. It's a globalist organization. Um, and here's an interesting thing, uh, and everybody can look this up. Uh, without getting too much into the history, but uh, Castle uses, heavily uses information from an organization called Learning for Justice. Okay, mm-hmm. now why is that important? Well, Learning for Justice is an organization that's created by the Southern Poverty Law Center. Oh, <laughs> All right. Now, for those of you, the reason why the ladies here are reacting this way is because literally a week ago, the Southern Poverty mm-hmm. Law Center yep. selected 12 groups to deem a hate group. Yep. 
Now, coincidentally, all 12 groups were groups fighting education and us being one of them. Mm. Congratulations! Mm. Yes. Thank you very much. And it's I an, think, honor, an honor, but still it, very frustrating. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Let me tell you this. I'm going to brag a little bit about this, okay? I believe we are the youngest organization that ever got labeled a hate group. Wow. Uh, oh, you are breaking records all over hey, the place. Well, you know, courage, <laughs> courage is a habit, right? <laughs> they don't like that. Yeah. So, I mean, I threw a lot of names at you. So forget, if you don't remember that, just know that Castle is it, the one who pushes all the social emotional learning. And then there's a lot of vendors, mm-hmm. a lot of vendors that push it, uh, that, that push it into different schools, like Second Step and Learning uh, Leader and Me and all those kind of things. But they use a lot of information on stud- studies quote unquote studies from a company called Learning for Justice and it is created by the Southern Poverty Law Center. And if you really wanna for those of you who are really, really into it, uh Learning for Justice formerly was called Teaching Tolerance, which and again, mm. they changed their name so people can't track it and all that mm-hmm. stuff. So anyway, that's mm-hmm. the that's the history of of, of, of social emotional learning. So you can see that the birth of social emotional learning and the people running it are definitely not something that you want around your kids. Right. Well, and I have to say, just before we move on here, um, thank you for that, by the way. That's very informative. Um, Bill Gates has done some of the most damage to mm-hmm. American education, probably worldwide education, um, right. through his initiatives, through his money. Um, mm-hmm. This dates back all the way to you know developing, putting out a lot of the money around Common Core, um, right. state standards and trying to make that an international. They were doing that, I think, through the um, – I'm blanking out on our international organization that operates – the UN. They were doing it through yeah. mm-hmm. um, the UN. And right. um, he he really he has been a driving force in all of this. I had no idea that he was specifically um, connected to Castle, though. Um, and I remember when Zuckerberg made the announcement that he was going to start investing, I don't remember what his number was, but lots and lots of money into education. I thought, oh, great. Now we've got another one of these <laughs> individuals uh-huh. going to work against our education system here. And, oh, um, yes. you know, it's really yes. it's really disturbing. And you do need to follow the money, as as you say. So yes. and I actually just read a, uh, one more comment. I just read an article this morning that Pearson is coming under fire. Pearson being like the largest, I think, um, curriculum developer in the world. And I think mm-hmm. they operate out of London. Um, there was just an article saying that they are now pulling a lot of their SEL stuff off of their website because they there was has been you know some investigative work by a couple journalists that have been exposing Pearson. And so this, and they, I had no idea that Pearson is involved in teacher training. And the testing right. that teachers have to take, and they basically get to decide if a student yeah. or if a teacher gets their license or not. Um, I had mm-hmm. no idea Pearson was involved with that. So it's just amazing when you follow these rabbit trails. Um, mm-hmm. You know they are they're deeply entrenched, and you know we're as you said, you're a very new organization. I think you know parents and even people like us are really just getting caught up in the last you know eight to ten years. So. But they've been at work on this for a while. So, okay, well, yeah. let's let's switch gears then over yes. to the other topic that you have done an outstanding job of exposing. And um, that is this whole ideology around transgender 
um, rights uh, of individuals and, and really uh, promoting uh, transgenderism in the schools. Yeah. So why don't you talk about that, and we'll we'll get to the bills also. The bills, but then I will point out, just to give a starting the point, mm-hmm. um, I just want to keep redirecting listeners. Go to Instagram. Go to Twitter. Courage it, courage habit. Courage habit. Mm-hmm. It The yeah. graphics are I mean, I cannot extol what you all are doing enough because, Mm -hmm. you know, at my stage of life, I I am, you know, and a lot of our listeners, we're emptying the dishwasher. We're navigating, you know, many fights from kids when we get home from work while we're cooking. These, so don't be discouraged, listeners, when we say all of these deep connections that you have to follow rabbit trails to find. Isn't it fantastic that we've got, you know, people like Alvin Louie at Courage is a Habit to follow that for you and he's having he's putting together graphics with his organization that are really easy to understand one of them is called transgender trafficking and he's doing a compare contrast between the characteristics of sex trafficking and how what does that look like in the transgender movement and mm-hmm. I'll let you go from there Alvin but the it, the graphic is phenomenal mm-hmm. thank you thank you for saying that I appreciate it. we work very very hard at it and uh, we wanted to be sure that everything we put out it's vetted really, really hard. We spend mm-hmm. uh, tons of hours on it, sometimes hundreds of hours on it, depending on what it is. Uh, and so that way that parents use our tools are 100% confident that nobody can blow any holes in it because right. we do our best to blow, you know, we do our best to play devil's advocate, uh, you know, behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay, let me just start off real quickly with the transgender trafficking bill, okay? Mm-hmm. And then we can get into the comparison. And yes. then, and by the way, everything that we're talking about here today, there will be links uh, in the show notes mm-hmm. uh, that yep. you can download. So there's not, you know, you will literally get what I'm talking about today. Mm-hmm. Okay, so in late 2022, um, just not that long ago, California passed a bill called SB 107. Okay, that's uh, mm-hmm. Sam Bob 107. Mm-hmm. And it was the first uh, transgender trafficking bill. And what that means is that if you uh, have a child that lives in any of the other 49 states, cross over to California state lines, and one parent can bring them, it doesn't even have to be a parent. Yep. Mm-hmm. Anybody can bring them. If they want to get uh, transgender, uh, irreversible, body-destroying drugs, hormone, cross-sex hormones, uh, drugs, or surgeries, and parents try to come get that child, California will not reunite the parent. Mm -hmm. They will literally keep the child from the parent under the guise that the parents are a danger to the child because they're not allowing transgender treatments. And that that, that concept of parents are dangerous uh, stemmed from these school counselors in schools. Mm -hmm. And this, by the way, just passed... In Minnesota as well. I just want our listeners to know that. Yes. Yep. The very so, same so, okay. type of legislation. Same bill. Copycat bill. Yep. Now, since it's passed in California, there's been several states, Minnesota being one of them, mm-hmm. that have a copycat bill. In Minnesota, is House File 146. Mm-hmm. And then in other states, they have different, you know, different, you know, uh, uh, names for them, SB 5599. Uh, and so forth in, you know, different places. But in, in, in like so Washington State, Colorado, New Jersey, uh, Maine tried looking at it and we had stopped it in Maine. Anyway, so Minnesota has that exact same bill. Mm-hmm. Now, that, that this transgender uh, trafficking bill also states that if you are in a custody dispute or you already have a custody agreement, let's say the parent A has full custody, parent two that does not have full custody brings that child over to California because parent two 
wants to affirm the child, basically put them through transgender procedures, the state of California will not honor the parent's home state agreement. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. They will side with it. And that's it. That's the bill. So undermining. That's not a, has that been challenged? Trans- in, that's it. Has that been challenged? In well, they haven't yet? had time yet, but that's well, what I'm wanting. I mean, it just to f- passed in Minnesota. When did that pass in California? Well, oh, within the uh, past late last late late 2022, October, yeah. okay. November. Oh, okay, okay. okay. So that that okay. does. Yeah. I I do think that there will be legal challenges yeah. to this. Yes. However, all parents it's need to understand legal challenges take years. Yes. So we're, we cannot yes. be waiting on courts here, no. but, you know, to not respect the laws of another state, particularly regarding things like custody arrangements, mm-hmm. that's it's fairly serious. Although there are some things happening in Texas uh, that have not been heartening regarding mm-hmm. these matters. So, again, mm-hmm. don't just don't wait yeah. on the courts to yeah. deal with this, yeah. guys. Mm-hmm. You can't wait for the courts. It takes years. Maybe Supreme Court challenges, but they know this. They know that's why they push it so hard, because these transgender uh, traffickers, these transgender cult recruiters, they know that once they get it in there and they're brainwashing the kids in schools to believe they're going to die, it's genocide, they're going to commit suicide, if they don't allow this, that even if the laws flip, it doesn't matter because these kids are going to be begging for it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because of the school. This is why we talk about education. This is why we fight in education because if you don't solve it at the genesis, it doesn't matter because they're going to be begging for those laws because they truly believe parents are out to, to, to erase mm-hmm. them. And that's the language that you hear. Mm-hmm. Now, that being said, again, with the time that we have, I want to just have that. And again, we're going to give you links to you know have graphics so that parents can talk to other parents about it without having to remember everything that I'm saying, which is why we produce these tools and graphics and, and artifacts so that parents have a, a starting point. Now, based on what I just said with the transgender trafficking bill that's being copycat through other several states, we then moved on to comparing sex trafficking versus transgender trafficking. And I'll be honest, when we first started this project, I had thought we were going to get one page. My goal was to get one page comparing the similarities between sex trafficking and uh, transgender trafficking. I ended up working with a fantastic organization called Freedom Forever. Okay. And they or they are their whole uh, mission is to try to uh, fight sex trafficking. So they help me uh, again. When you click on this link, you'll see that we have a side by side comparison. They help me write what sex trafficking is because they that's what they do. That's mm. what they fight. Mm-hmm. And then I, of course, my organization, Courage is a Habit, knows the transgender trafficking because we see the genesis of it in schools. Yes. Well, it turned out we got three pages. Yeah. It's Ladies, unbelievable. Got three pages, yeah. unbelievable. And to, because as she was writing, as they were writing for me, we just kept going and seeing all these similarities. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to read a couple just to kind of help you guys, the, the readers listening, understand the similarities. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, sex trafficking separates children from their parents via individual grooming through in-person contact with sex traffickers. Mm -hmm. That's sex trafficking, one of the ways they recruit. Mm -hmm. Transgender trafficking separates children from their parents via social contagion delivered through the K-12 system by contact with school counselors and social workers. Mm -hmm. They become the the recruiters. Yep, they become the recruiters. They become recruiters, Mm -hmm. okay? Um, uh, Sex trafficking uses hard drugs to hook children who are now dependent on their sex traffickers for more drugs. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Transgender trafficking uses puberty blockers and cross-sex hormones to hook children who are now dependent on clinicians and doctors for more drugs. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, so so, um, so uh, you're right. So let's talk about gaslighting. Sex trafficking uses gaslighting techniques and emotional blackmail to keep parents from finding out what is happening to their children until it's too late. Mm. Transgender trafficking, exactly the same thing, Mm. word for word. We didn't Mm. change a word. Mm. I'm going to read that again. Uses gaslighting techniques and emotional blackmail to keep parents from finding out what is happening to their children until it's too late. Let me give you an example. In schools, tell me if this sounds familiar. What's the matter? Are you a bigot? It's just pronouns. Mm-hmm. What's the big yes. deal? Mm-hmm. It's just binding. You can take it off. It's just puberty blockers. It's reversible. What you you're not you don't want kids to feel safe. Mm-hmm. Would you rather you have a dead uh, a live daughter or dead son? Mm-hmm. Dead son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what we, in the last episode we talked about through whose lens? Yes. So this is the, the backsliding. Uh, let me read uh, one more um, that, that should sound familiar, and then we can kind of talk about it a little bit. Um, sex trafficking. One of the things that sex traffickers do when they start getting the child out of the house at first is the children always go back. They go back and forth until one day they don't go back anymore. So it's not like they take them right away. It's a, it's a slow process. Mm-hmm. Um, sex trafficking. Buys new clothes for the victims. They are grooming to begin the process of molding them into their new identities. The victims are taught to keep their new wardrobe a secret from parents. Mm-hmm. Transgender trafficking. K-12 provides transition closets for students to change into different clothes when they come to them. Then they came to school in. Mm. This is part of the process of molding them into their new identities. Students change out of their new wardrobe at the end of the day to keep it a secret from parents. Mm-hmm. Man, it is truly incredible how how analogous these two things are. And it's really disturbing. You know, we mm-hmm. the world, as you pointed out, all thinks that sex, traffic, tra- sex trafficking is wrong. Yeah. Um, That's right. Nobody seems to disagree with that. And nobody. yet, when you look at the parallels, and mm-hmm. yet this is being lauded as something good. And it's really the exact same thing. Opposite. Yeah. Let me read one more that should, again, ring to any parent that's been paying even halfway attention. Okay. Sex trafficking. Shows pornography to victims early to desensitize them. If the victims begin to object, they tell, they tell them that they're dirty and they already watched it anyway. Yep. Mm. Transgender trafficking. Shows pornography to students early, then sensitize them. If parents begin to object, tell them children see it on the internet anyway. Uh, yeah. How often have you heard that from these groomers and child abusers? Well, gender queer, this book is gay. Yep. What's different? Children see it on the internet anyway. Yep, and that, that, that actually just happened. So a week ago, I had somebody send me a text about a book that their child was reading in what's considered to be a top public school in our area, which, you know, if mm-hmm. you look at the test scores, they're all, they're all sinking. Again, by whose lens? By whose lens, exactly. <laughs> yeah. right. But, yeah. but this ninth grader was having, and I understand that this is ninth grade. And I, I, you know, I think in this Don't district, um, it's, it's not as young as what they're really doing. I mean, they're starting in kindergarten and first grade to be doing That's these right. grooming, but this ha- happens yeah. to be a ninth grade example. 
And the child was given eight books to choose from, chose one, I'm sure by the title, had no idea what the content was, and then pointed out to his mother how graphic and sexual it was. Mm. It had no redeeming mm. value from a literature perspective. Oh, yeah. And so right. she goes to the principal. The principal says exactly what you said. Well, but you want your child to, you know, have... Um, uh, empathy, you know, for these other children. And so we need to make sure that they are um, understanding what these other children are going through and what their perspectives are. And and so basically she got nowhere with the principal. So she posted it in this community group thinking she was going to get all kinds of support from the community. (laughs) And lo and behold, almost Uh everyone came after her. And that was one of the comments. Well, He's going to see it on the Internet anyway. What difference does mm-hmm. it make? As though that means it's worthy of reading in a literature class. <laughs> so can you, can you yeah. imagine? I mean, let, let's extrapolate that just a little bit. Well, when they're 25, they might try cigarettes. So let's go yeah. ahead and start them at seven. Right. What yeah. are you talking about? Well, when yeah. they're 21, they're going to drink alcohol. Anyway, so let's start just have five. them start at yeah. five. Yeah. What are yeah. we, I mean, yeah. parents, seriously, I mean, I had yeah. a lot of sympathy 10 years ago. There was a lot going on that was pre-planning, under the radar. It was really hard, hard to, to find. But now you guys really. It's right under your nose. Really, it is right, right under your nose. Mm-hmm. And you have so yeah. many great organizations like Courage is a Habit showing you exactly what's going on. Mm-hmm. At a certain point, all of us, though, our kids are our kids no matter what the government says these are our kids Mm -hmm. god gave them to you You, they came from your body they are part of your family whether they're adopted whether they're biological they are your and by the way i think i saw a statistic that something like 70 or 75 percent of parents and this is on both sides of the aisle um believe that that parents should be deciding what's best for their kids not the school's And so this crosses party lines, which is another reason why I'm kind of baffled as to why they've been so successful in um, infiltrating the schools this way. But I think because it's come from the top down, it's all just gotten there and and nobody's really had a chance to weigh in on it. And now we're having to react to something that's already there versus try to get it out before it even got there. Yes. But parents, so much for local parents, control. If, if, but if the standard is do what everyone else is doing, in all honesty, please take a look around at our society and decide, is that really what you want for your child? <laughs> no, and right. I mean, re- and I'm not criticizing anyone, but if we just look at what is going on mm-hmm. in our society, we're seeing mental health issues skyrocketing. The thing that we're talking about right now with transgender cult recruitment these children will be on expensive, very expensive mm-hmm. drugs for the rest of their life. The complication rate for these surgeries is astronomically high. Not to mm-hmm. mention just this what is, the drugs do to your body yes. as well. They put pressure. And they're not and talking about on your website, by the developing way. osteoporosis in your mm-hmm. early years. All these things that please don't look around and use you know, your neighbors down the street and what other kids are doing as your, as the bar. Think about what do you want for your kids Mm -hmm. and then be willing to fight for it. You are the parents. And be willing to understand that this is replacing learning. This isn't 
in addition to learning. This is replacing learning. Um, Actual traditional learning in the sense of reading, writing, math. Um, Mm. And this is why we see the test scores sinking all across the Mm -hmm. country. I mean, in the state of Minnesota, we used to be considered one of the top states nationwide for education. And now only about 50% of our students in Minnesota read at grade level. And math Mm -hmm. performance, I think, is something like only 48% of students Mm -hmm. across the state of Minnesota are reading or are are performing math um, proficiently at grade level. And I mean, Mm -hmm. and and where are the alarm bells? Mm -hmm. Where are the alarms? Why don't we see more public outcry about this? What's your thoughts on that, Alvin? I mean, like, we see well, parents, but we don't see, like, why doesn't the media want to get involved in this? This isn't good for uh, a long-term survival of a country. Do you think there's, and I, I think I know the answer to this, but I would like to hear what your thoughts are going back to our show last week. What's the ultimate goal here? The goal is very, yeah, very simple. Um, it's to separate children from uh parents, yeah. uh, because in every society, and then in the last episode, we started with um, communism, yes. countries, Cuba, China, uh, where they redwash education, so people don't see it, and that we started there. Uh, the long goal, the long-term goal is to separate children from the parents, because in order to create revolutionists, you have to be able to capture the youth. So, in other words, there's no such thing as a 50-year-old revolutionist. Mm-hmm. Every revolutionist is a young person. Mm-hmm. Yes. We're at the Miles Red Guard, Hitler's youth, and, and, and throughout history. And so that's really what it is. This is why when we're talking about social-emotional learning, um, bringing in things like critical race theory and it's, it's, it's rooted in Marxism, these are not buzzwords. This is a, we are explaining to you what this this program, this ideological program is meant to do is meant to create revolutionists. Mm-hmm. And in every society that creates revolutionists, you must separate the children from their parents because that's the only way you can weaponize young people. And in order to have a revolution, a revolution, you have to weaponize young people. Mm-hmm. That's the long game. Mm-hmm. And then ultimately the long game beyond that is Marxism. Yes. You know, um, the destruction of our capitalistic free society here right. in, in the Western world. That's right. And, um, but you have to have a revolution for that. Yes. Mm-hmm. You, can't, you can't vote your way into Marxism. Right, right. You have to take it. Yeah. And that's why you need, but in order to have a revolution, you have to have, children, you have, to have young people. Mm-hmm. Boy, this is really disturbing stuff. And I, I do hope that our listeners will take the time to go to your website, Louie, and really use it as a tool I, I would almost use it as a as a resource, yes. you know, that you don't go there once and look around. You take Dive in. information that you have on that website and that share it with your friends, share it with your school teachers, share right. it with your school leaders. And and, you know, really, this is this is going to take an all hands on deck approach yes. to be able to really push back on this because it is insidious and it is coming down hard. And rather than backing away as parents are speaking up, they're just doubling down. And and so we cannot get worn out. And parents just know no. this. I know, you know, we're sharing stories of, you know, kind of being surprised at how many people are are acquiescing to this. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But you know what? You know what our show does show us? There are lots of people that aren't. 
Mm-hmm. There are groups. You know, courage right. is a habit. You are, you know, Alvin. You have, it's it's a brand new group and and already winning awards. So yeah, <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> the Poverty yeah. Love Center. But yes. look, there are going to be people in your neighborhoods, in your schools, in your churches and communities that will lock arms with you. And that is our goal here at Education America is to help you be empowered and encouraged to have courage to link arms with people with those shared values and fight for your kids. Alvin, thank you so much for being with us from Courage is a Habit. Check him out on Instagram, Twitter, and everywhere else. Also, please take a listen to our show. You can find us anywhere where you listen to podcasts, at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere else. Have a good night, everyone. Save the classroom, save the country. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.